Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Prog Report podcast interview. Hope everybody is doing well out there. My guests today have a brand new band and album coming out that they're going to tell us about. They're also involved in a bunch of other projects. I'm really happy to welcome Randy McStein and Marco Miniman. Yo. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? What's up? Perfect. How you guys doing? What's going on? All good. How are you, man? All right. Good to uh, good to talk to you again. I, we spoke a few years ago, I, and I saw you at uh, a recent Aristocrat show down here in uh, it was Boca, Boca, Florida, Boca Raton. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, you were in Boca. Yeah, yeah. That was the... a good show, man. You guys are so much fun to watch. Love those. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Boca Raton was actually a, a pretty pretty cool show. I remember that? It's um, it's that club that looks like a cafe. It's like like a yeah yeah. You know, like, the blue note vibe for a little bit to it, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's uh, the funky biscuit they call it. They get some decent, uh, yeah. some decent size artists. I mean, I, you guys could have played a bigger venue than that place for sure. I mean, that was like standing was, room only; you couldn't move. Yeah, that was so packed. The place was so packed. I remember that, but it was yeah. a good place, you know. Yeah, it was fun. Damn so, uh, yeah, you know what? Randy hit me up about uh, talking to you guys. I know there's there's a new project, and you guys have a bunch of stuff. This is sort of. I don't really have a lot planned on this one, but you know, I know you guys have enough going on that we can talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, and certainly, everybody's home and looking for things to do. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of a weird time. That's what I thought too. You know, and I was actually yesterday, uh, actually the past three days, I was in a studio somewhere in Los Angeles in the Woodland Hills recording the new album for Witherfall, like with a you know, very tight entourage with only like, you know, four people total in his studio trying to get out of each other's way, which sucks, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, where are you now? Are you, are you in LA still? I'm No, I'm, I'm actually right now home in like Elsinore and I'm oh, going to okay. stay for a while now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody's stuck. So I, I want to, let's talk first about... Um, you guys got this new project that you were teasing. You put some clips online. Uh, I've I've been uh, lucky to hear a couple of things that you guys sent me. Uh, it sounds amazing, but talk to me about how it got started. How'd you guys hook up for it? The, the whole story, whatever you can tell, actually, at this point. Um, well, I'm going to let Marco take this one, but I just want to, first of all, hello. We haven't talked in a while. <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying. It's like, hello. Oh, I thought you guys talk all the time. No, okay. It's good to hear your voice. Well, what what I was gonna say, uh, just to lead in, is what what's really interesting and I find hilarious about this whole project is that um, from the moment that we agreed to do this, uh, this this entire album has happened as a result of text messages and emails and zero um, on like voice to voice contact, um, <laughs> which which is odd on one hand but um as we got going and we get, we were getting the results we were getting i didn't want to like i didn't want to disturb the flow that we had so i never i never like just dialed marco to just say like hey man let's let's chat we just kind of had this flow going and and it's been great so so you're you're getting us um basically reuniting on the air because we haven't we haven't actually seen each other physically since uh an aristocrat show in New York City, which I I was trying to remember this morning, I feel like that was like last September. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true. It was last September, and um, uh, prior to that, actually, the first time I guess we really met was when we played in um, 
together with Dave Kersner's band in Continuum. Right. Uh, and that that was I think that wasn't it uh, uh, on the cruise to the edge, wasn't it? Well, we did we did a couple did gigs prior. Uh, we did this thing called Prague Stock, which mm. was in New Jersey, um, mm. and then we and then we did this one-off show in Chicago. And so that was like that was October of yeah twenty eighteen, which That's right. which is like mind blowing to me. But um, <laughs> so we we met there, and then when we did Cruise to the Edge last year, so we've we've really um, we've gotten to spend a lot of time together, but in like very condensed, um, you know, bursts and like, like, but in these weird circumstances, like a lot of travel or just being on a cruise ship together, you know, which isn't like the most obvious way to hang out. But well, there's a lot of uh, on those cruises, there's a lot of like, hey, we should work together, right? That happens with every conversation that you have with someone else. So I imagine that sort of maybe happened around that time as well. But when did it actually start that you started talking about it for real? Well, uh, I think that really happened, you know, when um, I did my my latest album, which is called My Sister, and I had like, you know, a bunch of guests on it as well. And um, I asked Randy to um, perform on a few tracks and he delivered like some great vocals for a song called Blast and also guitar work. And um, uh, yeah, and it, it was fantastic. And then we kind of, you know, basically tossed the ball a little bit and Randy invited me over to play on his album. And, uh, and then we kind of thought like, hey, we might as well just... <laughs> do something together you know that was actually really really the plan it kind of you know fell from the sky a little bit you know that way and um yep yeah i mean i think it's uh it's a really great match and you played on uh which songs was it on the um the idol cd was it uh bottom feeder blues that's right yeah yeah that's a great song too you guys get involved in so many different projects um was it is it something like where you have to put time aside for something like this and say okay I'm going to focus on this for for these next this next month or anything like that or you're juggling all the different ones well you know honestly from from my point of view it is uh, people yeah people think you're always like very busy because you put out a lot of albums you know but you know the truth really is I don't really work more than let's say 4 hours a day on something I try to be as as creative and as fresh as possible you know, uh, and so, you know, no, it's not like, you know, that, that, that you kind of sit there like eight or 10 hours a day and then the, fall, then, then the, then the songs fall out of the computer. It's, <laughs> it's really not that way. And, you know, if you kind of, you know, put it into, into perspective, if you see me play, for example, on, on let's say 10 or 20 albums uh, a year, um, yeah, it sounds like a lot. But for example, what I did like over the weekend was like one entire album for Witherfall for this new for, for this band. And then prior to that, you know, like let's say like one album every three days, I can do this. When people send me like 10 songs or something like that, I can actually do that. And then people see them released and think like, oh my God, this guy is working nonstop. But it's, it's really not that way. My yeah. instruments set up. Uh, and always ready to go so I can send like, you know, uh, uh, a song at your convenience or something like that. See, other people go to work. They go to, to the post office or something or at Starbucks and work like eight hours a day. You know what I mean? I do. We do music. So it's like, uh, <laughs> that's how it's, but yeah, you know, you do put things aside. What makes it sometimes a little bit difficult or actually in my case over the last pretty much the last uh, six months, was that we were on tour with the aristocrats as well, supporting our new album, which is uh, called You Know What. And so that sometimes makes things a little bit difficult when you're just sitting on the plane and there's a time difference. And so 
that especially the last few months, you know, towards the end of working on our album, what we just did, Randy and I, um, that is sometimes where time difference and travels came in between. And we had to wait for a few days here and there. Yeah. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. um, what details can we reveal at this point? Um, do you have an album title? Do you have a release date in mind uh, at any point? Or what, what can we tell people? Yeah, so um, yeah, it's, we've got 10 songs on this record. And um, it's, very, it's very compact, but very dense. Um, one of the things that we kind of talked about a lot, and I kind of had it in my head, you know, uh, revisiting like the early Van Halen records and stuff, um, was just how like you know none none of those records are over 35 minutes but they're all just killer you know and and who's going to complain about it um that's the way i kind of felt but it's it's more so that stylistically i feel like what we're doing is um and marco at any time you know please chime in or tell me if, if you think otherwise um it has this kind of like hard rock almost punk rock soul to it um at at the core but because of all of the different music that we're interested in and in the way that we like to play and and experiment um as i was listening to the latest mixes that we just got in it really it really struck me that for me this album is is the closest i think i've gotten to sort of encapsulating almost every style of music that i love and being able to channel all of these different players and singers and stuff, all of these influences that I've had for many years, um, this record in a lot of ways ties it all together for me in a way that I can't say I fully realized um, until now. So so on a personal level, I'm very excited about that. Um, and, you know, without, we can get into detail about influences, but, you know, this will be viewed through the lens at least on this podcast of progressive rock. Um, but it's not something that Marco and I really talked about at all. You know, like when we started hanging out and playing together, you know, we started talking about like public image limited and, uh, you know, two way army and, uh, just like all sorts of different things that were not really prog related. Um, and all this stuff is kind of in there. You know, like every song, it, it, it's kind of like nothing really goes where you think it's going to go. And at least for me, I, I can hear elements of all sorts of things, but maybe it just happens for like three to five seconds, you know? Well, the few songs that you, you sent me, um, you know, they're short, uh, you know, about, about three minutes or so each. Um, but you know what? I, thinking about it, there's not something that like a, a one or two influences that really stood out like, oh, this sounds like this. I really right. couldn't peg any anything in there. It's it's very unique. It's it is it is rock. It's very um, there's a lot of strange sort of noises and guitar things that you're doing in there, and, and the drumming is you know what you would expect uh, from you, Marco, as well. It's very it's it's very interesting stuff. It's not, and I think it it appeals to the prog audience because it definitely isn't. It's not simple by any means, even though the songs are short. So it it really will walk that line, I think, for people. Thanks. Well, you know, the, the thing was like, first of all, a song doesn't have to be good when it's long, you know, only that right. way. It's like, so, and I think, you know, that was a little bit kind of, you know, the guideline for this album. It was never kind of, you know, uh, spoken out that way and kind of planned that way. But I guess we both, since we exactly, I wanted to ex- absolutely kind of second Randy's uh, 
a statement there and kind of was about to say the same thing actually like you know because we found each other kind of you know uh, just sometimes sending album covers to us. Look what I'm listening right now, and it's Public Image Limited. It was like, fuck, man, I have the same album at home. And then we kind of talked about Gary Newman or, you know, for example, the first Neck album. That's like, you know, Get the Neck. That is like one of those albums that also has like very short and compact songs on it. A little bit of, you know, punk wavy, but like, you know, with like a hint of Beatlish influence and, uh, and uh, also, you know, some some chops in, in there, you know, it's like they could play those guys, you know, but I guess, you know, you know, this is sort of stuff, you know, where we're kind of, you know, at with 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 our album, you know, short, precise songs, uh, but put together um, with love, I guess, you know, that that's really that's. Really what it is. <laughs> so when can people hear the first song? When are you looking to release something? Well, Randy, what do you think? <laughs> I think pretty soon, really. I mean, look, these are these are strange times. It goes without saying um, that, you know, I mean, I, I could say what what the plan was that we were working towards, which is that, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, the aristocrats were were going to uh, go on tour. What, Marco, in late June, you were going yeah. back? Late June to Asia, you know, but that obviously evaporated somehow, you know, so we're planning actually now an August or, or, or a little later, actually, even, you know, but so I guess, you know, what we're, we're expecting here is kind of, we probably kind of postpone everything about like two months for now, you know? Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. so yeah, we, we were, we were gearing up to, to basically have this record ready to go um, in time for that yeah. tour. And we had even just started talking about the possibility of whether or not we could maybe put together a live band to yeah. play a couple of like CD release shows on the West Coast, which we would have done in, in June. Um, but then all of this craziness started happening and we haven't gotten back to the conversation because uh, nobody really knows what's what's going on, you know. And um, but, you know, the the mix of the record is is pretty close. I, I think we've got maybe another another round of some small you know, notes to make. And then, yeah. and then the, the record's done and the artwork's being worked on. So, um, you know, I, we really just got to figure out how we want to roll it out and, you know, song by song or full record and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it, it's moving along. It's moving along. Yeah. A lot of bands and, and artists now don't, uh, there's no for sure right way to know what to do. Uh, you know, do you delay an album? Do you wait? Do you release something now? Because people might have a chance to listen. Um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and, and it makes it well, challenging. Yeah, I guess really, you know, I, we, we will discuss this actually at a point this week, I suppose, you know, but I don't think, you know, I think, you know, once the album is really done, we should sort of make a plan of releasing it. Because here, this is the one this is the one thing, you know, that I kind of noticed, which is really strange. Uh, or actually, maybe not that strange. During those difficult times, you know, and 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 bands are not playing live and all this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, all my uh, online sales went up. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, great. That's great. People all of a sudden, you know, bought music and they're listening to that at home. And uh, so I think, you know, since we're kind of we started actually that way, and with with you know not many gigs planned now, anyways. But well, we did plan them, you know, but not set. I think you know it might it might be actually a thought, you know, to to put that album out, you know, regardless, you know. But um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll figure it out, you know. Yeah. All right. Good. So something to look forward to. So, uh, Randy, while while we're talking about some of the other things you got going on, there was the big announcement that you are going to be uh, touring uh, guitarist now with Big Big Train. 
uh, which I know a lot of people are curious about. So how did you get hooked up with those guys, and what's the story there? Um, well, it, it, well, now that it, there's it, no touring happening, but you know, yeah. <laughs> this is like the 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 strangest um, sort of situation of getting a gig but not really having the gig because there's <laughs> right. no gig to have. Um, so I had uh, Nick DiBergilio, You know, we've been friends and colleagues for about a decade now. Um, he reached out to me, I don't know, it was a few weeks back. It's, it's hard to remember now in this time vortex. Um, but I, yeah, it was like early March and, um, he, he told me what was kind of going on with those guys. And, and, uh, I had a chat with their manager and, and, um, you know, the, the plan was that I would, uh, step in to, um, you know, basically replace Dave Gregory for the U.S. shows that they had booked in May and then uh, go over to Europe and do the shows that they have in July. And, um, you know, basically within the same week of agreeing to do the gigs, you know, the email started flying around that the U.S. dates probably weren't going to happen. And um, and then, you know, we'll wait to see what happens uh, as far as Europe is concerned. Right now, I mean... That stuff is still on. It's in July, but we don't really know. Um, I So I don't want to speak out of turn. I just, you know, that's all I know for now. So they wanted to go ahead and, and make the announcement anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I wanted to sort of clarify pretty early on because I saw a lot of like, oh, Randy's joining Big Big Train. It's like, well, that's not exactly what was discussed. It was really, you know, more so about doing these live shows and then, We'll see where it goes from there. Um, but obviously, everything is just kind of quiet at the moment. You know, they've, they've, yeah. they've sent me all the material and stuff that they, they want me to learn. And, um, and in the meantime, I'm, my main focus right now is, is finishing this, this record with Marco. So, Yeah. And you had those uh, recent tour with uh, Pineapple Thief. How'd that go over? I heard good that, things. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I... I you know, I owe those guys a lot for, for uh, taking a chance on on bringing me out. Um, I think it was it was a really good fit all around. The band was was really happy. Um, the crowd response night to night was as good as I, I could have expected. And uh, yeah, it was just it was really great for me to. It was my my first time going out as a solo artist um, on any kind of tour, and I think to go out and do this kind of singer songwriter um, sort of frame, you know, walking out with an acoustic guitar and stuff, um, but getting to sort of smash away at some of the cliches because I've got weird guitar sounds and processing and all this kind of stuff. Um, it was really fun for me to, to watch the and hear the reaction of certain people and, and, people would come up to me after the gig and say like, Oh man, you know, I was really dreading it when you walked out because I just expected it to be, you know, another kind of boring acoustic guitar guy. Um, but I, I seem to kind of break through to a lot of people and, uh, it was just, yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, I hope I get to do it again, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah. Um, yeah, really good, you know, group of guys, and the camaraderie was really nice. Very cool, man. Uh, Marco, you had uh, your last album, My Sister, came out, I guess, uh, late uh, 2019. 
Um, yeah. You got uh, a few pretty cool guests, Randy, of course, among them, but you got Alex Lifeson, Doug Pinnock, some people there. For people that, you know, maybe missed the record or are familiar with it or, you know, what can you tell us about it and, and how you got you know Alex to play on it and stuff? Well, it's a pretty eclectic album. It's a, a double CD and um, has a lot of material, a lot of uh, diversity. Man, and look, you know, I've been doing albums for so many years. I think it's my 25th solo album or something. <laughs> yeah, like no. that. so many. <laughs> it's been kind of, you know, this sort of trend, you know, I kind of collect songs and once they're done, you know, then an album will happen. And um, on and off, I have a few guests. And this time it was like a really wonderful collaboration also between actually Alex Lifeson and, and I and... Uh, Alex already met uh, virtually the first time about, about like 10 years ago or something like that. And that was when I was actually with uh, the band UK with Eddie Jobson. And uh, we had this thing called UKZ and it was like basically a revolving door of uh, musicians. And we had like a lot of guest musicians. And um, and I remember um, Alex Lifeson was also one of the candidates and he wrote a very nice email and he wanted to be part of it. But by that time, he was still active with Rush and... Um, well, you know, at some point we got reintroduced and uh, that was already from our previous album, which was called Borrego. And um, and he uh, played guitars on this album for like, I think, five tracks or something like that. And then um, right after that, I had the song idea called Lover's Calling and I kind of, you know, showed him the structure and he said, like, man, I, I'm, I love that piece. Uh, shall we just maybe some, write something together and put it out under our names? And I was like, Dude, yeah, hell yeah. So we started, you know, doing pretty much heh, what are we doing here right now? Uh, actually, no, actually a bit different because, you know, Alex and I, we, we literally wrote that song together. We're kind of, you know, tossing the ball forth and back. Like, here's like one part. Cool. How about this part? Can we add this together? How do you like this guitar thing? How about we change that and this and that? What kind of uh, have we got a great bass player? So I kind of recommended Mohini Day, my dear friend. So, so she actually played bass. And uh, then we had Maya Wynn on vocals. And so uh, organically, one by one, you know, uh, things came together. And that song actually also ended up on the My Sister album. And, uh, yep, the, that's that's pretty much, you know, what I, <laughs> what I can tell about that. But, you know, Doug Pinnick is part of it from King's X. That came together actually very nicely. Also a like, longtime friend of mine. And we played a few times together on stage. And, uh, and so, yep, you know, I took time with the album. Usually, as I kind of mentioned before, I kind of, you know, have a collection of songs and then an album will happen. Um, on this one, I was not in a hurry. I took like literally about like, you know, two weeks, uh, two weeks, two, two years, <laughs> <laughs> two years until it was done. And uh, yep. And, and then it kind of came out. I had to also kind of time it, you know, sensitively with the release uh, of our latest Aristocrats album, You Know What? Which came out a few uh, a few months before uh, prior to that, so it's kind of a little bit was well, a bit of a delicate situation. So I thought like, oh cool, you know, but it, but it, so I, so I had to take like a few more months to kind of tweak a little bit, which was actually great because it kind of you know it gave me the time and comfort to go like, cool, I don't want to kind of do a cluster fucking release like both albums at the same time. So I thought, yep, give it another go, and then you know what you do, which is actually really magic sometimes. After a few months, you revisit the song. You revisit some of the songs, and then you kind of find some more details that you kind of like to tweak. And um, yeah. and it was it, it, it's it's a it's a thing I'd recommend you know to musicians. Let it sit there sometimes for a while, and then kind of revisit it. You know, you get a little bit of 
you get a little bit closer to perfection, so to speak. Perfection is not possible. It shouldn't be possible because if everything would be perfect, you wouldn't have any headroom to move <laughs> or to move on to a different spheres or different kind of, you know, uh, stylistical uh, things or, or, or how do you say, like rooms that you want to decorate. But, you know, so that that really, you know, that's what happened with my sister. And I'm very pleased with that album, how it came out. And uh, yeah, what can I tell you? It's like available awesome. on my website, for example. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, uh, this is great. And yeah, Aristocrats, uh, you know, just keep touring the globe. I mean, it's it's a monster, this machine you guys have made, uh, the, the three of you. Um, how long is that, you, you know, how long you keep touring before you maybe hit the studio again? Have you guys been talking about that? Well, our our last album is is not that old yet. It's it's it just came out like last year, you know. So, but uh, we are writing. We have ideas, you know. And um, I think you know. First of all, we're gonna. Uh, 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 keep our promise and, and and kind of well we already did like north america we, and then you know which was like the usa canada we did mexico then as well and then we did like all of europe and then the uk and uh we keep our promise and we'll kind of come to asia and kind of do, do southeast asia then as well and uh then latin america and then after that you know a new album will happen so you know we have like in this thing where each of us writes three songs and then you know so it's a total of nine in our album and uh, I already have some ideas. I know Brian already has some ideas, you know. So, you know, this this I would I would realistically say possibly around like you know March April next year. That's when we kind of start uh, to do like the new the new writing sessions and then go into a studio and then probably by the end of twenty one or something, you know, a new album will happen. Yeah, I just like the uh, I love I love the stories that you guys tell uh, while you're doing the shows and and uh, explaining how you guys come up with stuff because it's uh, hilarious stuff. It's a great uh, on top of the music, it's a really fun show. Just watching you guys talk and tell the stories of everything—it's great. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I guess you know the uh, we—a good thing with the band is like we try to kind of really involve, and it happens naturally. Actually, we try to involve our audience. We don't want to kind of you know play to them. We want to play with them. We want to kind of involve them. It's like you know a thing. It's like uh, the entertainment factor to us is important that we just having a good hang together because I think there's nothing worse than having like you know a snooty uh, uh you know band on stage who thinks like they're really awesome and then they don't give a shit about the audience and for us it's really kind of a crucial uh a thing that we kind of have this fan base and we treat our fan base as if they're our friends and they are you know and so this is this is really the way we see it you know yeah. we bond with them yeah well, cool. Listen, guys, it's a, it's a great to catch up with you both, uh, you know, and see what's going on. And I think we're all excited about the new album, um, you know, and hopefully we can uh, premiere something on uh, on the Prog Report as soon as there's something ready to go. Uh, so let me know and um, try and stay safe through all this mess. Hopefully we can get out of here and everybody hits the road soon. Yeah. Thank you very much for the interview and for, for taking the time. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Randy, for reaching out, man, and uh, be well. Hope to see you guys soon. Thank right you. Right on. Yeah, man. Bye. <laughs> thanks to Marco and Randy for the interview. Make sure to keep an eye out for the Mixstein and Miniman album coming out soon. We have a sneak peek of one of the tracks called Program, which we're going to play for you in a second. For upcoming interviews, reviews, and more, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook, at the Prog Report on Twitter and Instagram, and download the podcast on all our podcast networks and YouTube Stay safe. Bye. I don't know.